0: To him, share number 54, chapter 34, right at the beginning. The amazing thing about this chapter is that it actually takes us to a story in the book of Shmuel. David had a really rubbish life. That's probably an easy way of putting it. He was driven absolutely berserk. From the moment he was anointed as king of Israel during the reign of King Saul, Saul went completely mental each time he saw David. He kept throwing spears at him, pursuing him, chasing him down. Saul was overcome with a deep, dark melancholy. And David had to run from place to place. David ends up running away to the Philistines. And when he gets now, remember, he had killed Goliath, the big giant. So David wasn't the biggest friend of the philistines they were like this guy killed our giant so when david got there he had to disguise himself so without any prosthetics or any clever methods mission impossible style david had to feign insanity and that's what he did and there was no way thought the philistines that this lookalike to king david could be the real king david david is sensible david is brilliant david is not insane and this ruse David managed to pull it off and he was able to to live and escape and and be okay. So this chapter actually was composed in light of that particular episode in David's life. So let's just jump in with verse number 2. David says as follows avarga as hashem bohal eight. Now remember David had a rubbish life. Now it's very easy to say baruch hashem and to feel inspired and loved by Hashem when things are going well. It is less simple to feel that when things are going badly. Nonetheless, despite David's torrid life, he is able to express, I will, I accept upon myself to bless Hashem In every 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 time. A time of difficulty, a time of good no of, of salvation, Tomid Tihiloso Hashem, the praiser of Hashem will always be found in my mouth. I'm constantly praising Hashem. Now, again, I don't believe for one moment that we're meant to just read these words and somehow they have some mystical, spooky effect on the cosmos and, and we, we tick a box and we've, we've, we've dove. And these surely are designed to make us think, to make us react. And this particular line here, I think, is very, very difficult. I think many people, if you paused for a moment and thought about what we're saying, would feel very awkward and perhaps hypocritical and very very uncomfortable at expressing such a sentiment when we know how very difficult it is to live this verse in, in the most authentic way. But Hashem tis halal nafshi yishmu anovim ve yismahu. David is glorifying himself and is happy that Hashem protected him. Hashem is his savior, and therefore express you no know, that. that Wanting to praise Hashem is a natural expression of that that realisation. Yishmu anovim. Anovim is a um, a word used to, to talk to those who are listening. So remember, a lot of these texts were designed to be read out or, or, or spoken in front of an audience. So listen, you modest ones, and, and you should rejoice. Rejoice at hearing the praises of Hashem. Now, I think this is such an important verse. Come on, together. We have to do this together. It's so much more powerful when we can create a movement that wants to praise Hashem. It's so much more difficult doing it on your own. So the the leader here demands from the audience, you should respond to what I'm saying. It's not possible to sit there and just listen. You have to respond. The audience must be moved by the words expressed and the sentiments expressed in the previous lines if david is saying i'm going to praise hashem regardless of my situation come on join in with me and let us exalt the name of hashem together feel the drama of my life feel what i'm able to do and together we will make the experience so much more real so much more powerful that then it gives rise to the next passages but that's it for today Come back tomorrow. Have a very lovely day.